Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge. Come on in, sit down, relax, pull up a chair, and of course, have a water bottle full of Everclear. Everclear, the only way to make your friends blind in under 30 minutes or less, guaranteed. Joining us this week, our full panel, starting all the way at my far left with, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Eddie Munster himself, Turo. And also joining us, Next to him, the man with the blue ears, Dave. Yo. And joining us from the Great White North, it's Kate. I guess I look more like Lurch, but that's not the monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. And then joining us from the other Great White North, it's Matt. Howdy. And last but not least, rounding out our panel this week, it is the person from 20 miles from the other Great White North. It is Nick. Hello. So, we have a ton to talk about. Two cons happening uh, this over this last week. Uh, the first one being Gen Con 2015, which we'll recap in a little bit. Uh, the second one, of course, being Gamescom in Germany right now. Uh, but before we get to all that, let's go around the room, see what people have been up to in terms of video games for the last week. Carol, let's start with you. Batman. And I guess I'm going to play some Rare Replay tonight. Thanks. <laughs> and that's it? That's it. I've, oh, been that makes it my, I've been working my butt off. It is the tourist time of death. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't phrase uh, it to them that way, I hope. <laughs> well, some people, they like that, and others are like, Rare? But... You don't, you don't get money from that, so I don't say it. Well, I mean, to be fair, most of them can't hear you anyways. No, no, and yeah, they'll ask where the bathroom is at least five or six times after I've already told them five or six times. Anyway, yes, that's all I've played. So, joining us for the first time in what seems like months, it's Dave. <laughs> what have you been up to? We've been, we've been up to playing that Tamagotchi game. That real-life Tamagotchi game. The one where it really poops? Yeah. And it costs a whole lot more money. And then it goes through a gross part and starts, like, screaming uncontrollably for no reason. That doesn't sound too bad. No, that's not. That would be nice. Although although I get a kick out of his scream, like, especially when he goes, like, really nuts about it. He gets, like, really just raspy and stuff. It's still kind of in the cute phase. So... But it's just oh. like, like, dude, what's going on? It won't be cute for long. <laughs> no. It wasn't cute today. But the... <laughs> <laughs> but he's still awesome. It's just tiring. The, um... um Jetpack Joyride. I'm, I'm still playing that. That's 
you know, the five <laughs> minutes of gaming I get in is, oh, is usually yeah. that. I forgot um, Clash of Clans. I forgot mobile gaming, too. My bad. Angry, Angry Birds, too. Oh, I wow. played some. Uh, good game. Is it fun? Is yeah. It, is it a freemium game, kind of? Yeah. Allegedly. I don't, I've never paid for anything in it, and I've been able to get through stuff. Um, it does the, like, you know, you, you lose lives. They do one thing that's kind of neat, at least on the Android version. I don't know if the iOS version like the same, is the same thing. But if you, like, run out of lives, you can, like, press a button, and it'll play, like, a 30-second video, like, commercial. And then you get a life back, or you get a bird back, or something like that. So, I mean, they, huh. they do kind of innovative stuff that way. Um, which is just like, oh, okay, I can take a break, you know. <laughs> um, so that works out all right. Um, I read Armada. <coughs> yes. Um, which we is, don't have a book podcast, so we can cover that here. Exactly, and it's basically about gaming anyway, so um, I'm, I'm going to count it. Um, it's the uh, second book um, from um, uh, Klein. Um, what's the first name? Uh, it's not Cal- Calvin or Kevin, Calvin. but I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't remember his. Hold on, name. I got it. It's right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, I, I'm trying to draw a blank. Ernest. Oh, Ernest. I was gonna say Eugene, Thank but yeah, Ernest. Yeah. Um, it's his second book. as his follow-up to Ready Player One. Um, overall, Ready Player One's a much better book. Much. Much, much better. Much. Um, did you finish it? I did. Yeah. It's uh. Do you kind of agree that it's like the the complaints that people tried to make about Ready Player One are actually valid for this book? Yes, one hundred thousand percent. Yeah, like. And, you, you... But the the thing about it is 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 that I still like like every author has kind of a voice and how yeah. they tell a story. I still like his voice, mm-hmm. and I know that he's going to have a long and successful career. But man, he does. I, and one of the big detractors is that he relies, or detraction arguments, is that he relies heavily on padding the book length with all this nostalgia that he puts in there. Right. And in this book, it is, like, super apparent. Yeah, it's, it's uh, really... In, in the first book, I don't, I don't think it's as bad. I see where people are bad. coming from, but this one, it, it's like, he's like, oh, so you guys want me to pad it out? I'm going to pad it out. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, in the first book, like, it really wove into the story. Like, it made sense every step of the way. Every reference kind of had a point. This one, it's kind of like, you know, it's, well, it's been five sentences. Blighty's sci-fi reference. You know? Oh. And it's just like, yeah. And there was, like, it was like multiple ones stacked on top of each other. Like, so oh, it was, it was a little forced. Yeah, it was like, oh, it was like, it was like if it was this and this and this, and it's just like, no, 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 just you don't need to do that. It, you can, yeah. Damn so it. I mean, Darn overall, it. overall, I don't feel like it was a wasted, you know, what ten bucks, you know, for the ebook. Um, you know, it was a quick read. You know, it went pretty fast and everything. But um, yeah, if you haven't read Ready Player One, just stick with Ready Player One. So I actually did the other way to do that, and that is I did the audiobook narrated by Will Wheaton, because if I read books, I stop doing everything in life. Breathing, pretty much eating, going to work. So I try not to do that, and I, I allow myself audiobooks. Um, fantastic narration, again, by Will Wheaton, but I would say for the most part that uh, yeah, I'd st- Ready Player One is the must-read, and I'm, I'm curious if he will ever reach that pinnacle again, 
But even so, he's going to have a. So if you're going to grade it, uh, Dave, uh, one to ten, what would you score it as? It's a it's a five. Oh, see, I wasn't going to go that far down. I was going to say seven. I mean, I was really because I mean, I'd liked Ready Player. I mean, no, I love Ready Player One. See, it's a thing. I I think I'm maybe being a little bit harsh because I'm kind of comparing it to how much I enjoyed Ready Player One. Ready Player One came out of nowhere for me. I loved the way it was written. I loved the you know the way he did. It was like it, it felt like a love letter to the '80s geek. This one just kind of was just like a like a forced conversation of like you know just like who can do the nerdy reference. And it started off so good too. It's like I, I really love like you know the kind of you know conspiracy rabbit hole he was going down with the um, um, oh my god I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the game. I talked about it on the first last podcast I was on. Um, Whereas like that 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 Black Ops you know uh, that story of the the video game that the government made that was making people go crazy because they were doing like psyops experiments on it and everything, so like you know mentioning stuff like that. But then it kind of just went generic, you know. After that, like he really kind of lost the like he had a really good strong start to the book, and then it just kind of floated away, you know, which was kind of unfortunate. See, what I was frustrated with is another video games podcast that I listen to on a regular basis actually kind of spoiled the entire setup and premise of the book for mm-hmm. me. And so I was disappointed going in that mm-hmm. I knew what the basic hook was, and that was really frustrating. So, I, you know, for me, I was like, uh, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I felt it was too much of just the right person at the right time we meet these people and they're they're crucial to the ending of the book of course yeah uh, you know that kind of stuff and it, everything fit too neatly into the pegs um, the the deaths that there were seemed really kind of cheap right uh, and so I you know it, I don't know it's, there, there was uh, no weight to it yeah it, it'll be interesting to see if he continues on in this universe because it sure seemed like he was setting up for a a sequel. Yeah, that's what upsets me about this one. <laughs> no, this, Whereas, is, right? this isn't the same. I mean, Ready Player One and this aren't the same continuity. They're it's a no, spiritual no, 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 succession. No, no. Right? Yeah. yeah, this is just yeah. his next book. That's all. all right. um, but definitely stick with Ready Player One. I'm still looking forward. You know, I'm looking forward to the movie they're making with Ready Player One. Um, it, it sounds like they're really putting a lot of effort into it. So hopefully that works out well. I mean, it's Got a, I mean, a halfway decent director. So. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends. If he mirrors his early work, yeah, exactly. he should be fine. If he mirrors, uh, I don't know, AI, then we might have a problem. You know, I just rewatched AI the other day, actually. Um, because it started as a Kubrick movie. You're right. And, and it should have stayed a Kubrick movie. And it's so painfully obvious, like, when the Kubrick stuff ran out. <laughs> and, the, and the movie switched. It was really funny. But, um, yeah, so there's that, and um, I'm trying to think of uh, anything else going on. Um, yeah, I watched, uh, I, I did get a chance to see Justice League Gods and Monsters, but that's for a different cast. That's for a different cast. Uh, Kate, how about you? Have you played anything? Um, yeah, Record Keeper. Uh, I got stamina to 100. I got two characters to sixty-five. Wow, uh, you're way, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're ahead of me in stamina. I haven't played it all yet today. Hey, uh, 
Wait a minute. Yeah. Um, wait, 100 stamina? I just hit 81. Yeah, I'm he, at 109. He's like 109. Yeah, see, he's... Yeah, I'm up to 109. You have all the elite dungeons done, don't you? No. No, God, no. The the new... It, the farther you go in the storyline, I'm to yeah. the point now where, like, even for the story missions, I'm going to need to get some people up to 65 to continue. Well, I mean, if you have a party... Because what I'm doing now is... Well, I'm doing the Tifa thing. I only played it, like, very briefly last night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to get her memory crystal. Uh, but then I go back and do the elite dungeons. If you have really good equipment, you could do it with people in their 50s. I mean, I have one... My party's kind of, like, the gamut <clears throat> of 50 to 65 right now because I'm leveling people up. So, like, Sephiroth's at, like, 61 or 62, and then there's a couple people who I just put in to replace Cloud and Cecil, who... Went to 65, and like Yuna's at 57. Like so, it's like kind of there's a whole bunch of people at different stages. But if you have the right equipment and uh, exploit the weaknesses, the yeah, I didn't get that. No, I saw. I, I, I know. I used your roaming warrior a couple of times. Thank um, you. Yeah, this is the first time I looked at my phone and I'm like, got a mithril, got the random daily, got seven thousand. Wait, what? And I get like seven grand every day now. It's kind of nice. Yeah, so. I still haven't gotten a good, like, uh, character-specific mithril pull. Uh, actually, um, it, this kind of ties in with news, but I went back in, into my playthrough of Dead or Alive Extreme 1 after 3 was announced. So I've been going and playing that to get, like, in the mood, waiting for 3 in a year or so, whenever it's going to come out. In Japan only, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, anything else that you play? Um, no, not really. As far as uh, books go, I actually went into a bookstore for the first time in a long time. Because <laughs> anyone who's watching who has depression knows that reading usually falls by the wayside. Like, I haven't read a book in forever. Because I just don't have the motivation and attention span. And it felt nice to finally, like, to go in, to have an interest in reading again. I haven't read Ready Player One, though. So I should put that at the top of my list. You really should. Uh, that that game will make you squee, or that book will make you squee inside. I did read a book. Uh, every time you were talking about Armada, I was thinking of the book by China Meville, which is also called Armada. It's like a sci-fi book. I don't know if anyone's here has read it. I have not. It's excellent. That's Matt, it. Matt, how about you? Um, Final Fantasy Record Keeper. And I'm not doing very well there. Perk. Yep. That's about it. Uh, I downloaded all the free... I downloaded all the free... Why aren't you doing well? Oh, just, you know... Uh, I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine. You play on Sundays. Well, I was driving all day Sunday, last Sunday. Excuses. Um, excuses, I know. Um, but the uh, it's just you know like I I haven't figured out the right mix to get like Edgar's crystal. You know I haven't gotten down far enough to try to get Sabins yet, and you know just stupid little stuff like that. You're okay. still not trying to match your underpowered characters. It confuses me because. You've been playing as long as we have, so I mean, you should have a few characters. Like, I don't, I really don't understand. 
I, I don't either. I, I, other than the game hates me. That, that much I know. Well, the game absolutely hates me. But well, I've it, never gotten a character-specific... At least you've gotten a character-specific poll. I've gotten yes. zero. Yeah, we Are both you have. using that person? That person is awesome. No. He's got no. Vanille as his, and she's still at level No, 40. she's disgusting. I yeah. have a healer, and I can just go, boop, 3k HP, and I've never liked healing as much as I do now. So, Matt, are you using Vanille? No. Well, then you're playing the game wrong. Yeah, you're, you're doing it wrong. Why, why are you got to use, like, your top-level characters and max out their items. She's nowhere near my top-level character. Well, okay, but she's got a, a specific item to her, so she should be in your party. Your, your max damage party. Yeah, your max damage party. Because her ability is phenomenal. Yeah, I just, I yeah. Then I get to that point. Well, who do I replace her with? And then, then I fall down the rabbit don't. hole. And yeah. See the way <laughs> the way I do it is I don't have a set party. My goal in this game is leveling people. Like yeah. so, uh, my my it's always in motion. So I think my thing is more leveling up your equipment. Yeah, see, I, I actually use I use a static party, and when they hit to 65, then I'll swap them out. But I, I level up my equipment that everybody uses to the max. Yeah, that's the most important, because then when you bring in someone, like, who's if you go back to, like, people who are level 20, they can still use the same equipment as the 65 people, and it will be much, much, much easier to get through lower-level stuff. If I can figure stuff. out a time... We need to do like a dedicated Final Fantasy Record Keeper podcast because yep. I just watched Dave Please. Turo glaze over. <laughs> I drank like three beers while you guys were talking, so that's cool. That that's hitting the booze there, my friend. Um, but no, that's I just with game with uh, I was traveling for work and then I was traveling for uh, Gen Con, so I really haven't touched anything because I downloaded all the free PS Plus games for August. Um, I did play something on my Vita while I was traveling for work, but I have absolutely no memory of what it was, so it doesn't count. All right then, Nick, how about you? Oh. A little bit here and there. Uh, four things mainly. Um, FFRK, obviously. Um, I kind of feel the same as Matt, but I'm like the next level, and I don't mean to insult you, but for me, it's it's <laughs> getting mean to be a jackass. Wow. You can do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not always a jackass. I don't. I don't. I am the one. I don't mean to bring you down, Matt, but you know you're here, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> right here <laughs> because I can get the memory crystals in a day. I, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I can't. I can't get the four star stuff. Actually, have to work at work. You know, I know that's a foreign concept to Mark <laughs> for sure. But well, you know, I can't. I don't even. I can't even get bull. reception on my phone at work. That is bull. I play it at after 9 a.m. I'll log in just to log in and get the daily stuff. But then yeah, at yeah. at my first at lunch, that's when I deplete my stamina, and then I don't play it uh-huh. again until after work. Yeah, the secret there is you take Plus a three-hour lunch. That's the part you have. I do told not everybody. take a three-hour lunch. Good God. <laughs> what, he's, what he's leaving out are multiple pooty poop breaks. <laughs> four to five a day. Multiple no. pooty break. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> um, I have to make a poop. <laughs> he grabs his phone and marches into the bathroom. I need my phone to poop. I need it. 
Yeah. I need it. It's necessary. No, um, I can't get. I can't get four star stuff. I can't get enough orbs to do a whole lot. I got quake and I got power breakdown four star, and I just can't do any more. Oh, I got one four star summon, but it's like I just the next level for me is getting four star stuff and and I just can't. All those levels kick my butt. I have a full party of fifty, like fifty two, fifty three, and I just can't. I can't win. Yeah, I, I, uh, what else have you been playing? Well, I'll save my comments. Now. Okay. Uh, I did play a little bit of Destiny again. Yes, I got back into it. Um, I only got back into it because I want to get... Trophy? No, not yet. Um, I want to get the... <laughs> I want to get the... War? I want to get the <laughs> the year one thing because yeah, I am we'll, a year one we'll, beta player. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. Okay. We'll talk about it. Um, oh, it doesn't sound good. Because I like, because I like being trapped in abusive relationship. <laughs> I should have been more supportive. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome on a yeah, game. This is totally, this is totally going to be an intervention soon. Yo, you um, just, just, you, just you wait till we get to the news. I think that will be intervention enough. When we oh, get Nick some self-esteem, it's going to be a good day. You got a long way to go. <laughs> Let me tell you, you got a long way to go. Um, I did play a little bit of Rocket League. Addictive. I stopped before I got too into it, but that's. I'm so bad at sports, so that doesn't help. But it's fun. I'll say that. Uh, and uh, then I've been. Yes. Just real quick, we have a uh, a viewer question for Turo. Oh Turo, snap! What what beer are you drinking? Oh wow! Well, thank you. I'm actually drinking Four Hands uh, Super Flare. It's a collaboration with Wicked Weed Brewing Company off of North Carolina, and it is an uh, an IPA with guava, uh, something else. I can't remember what it was. It tastes like guava and mango and grapefruit and Brett, which is the yeast that they use in Belgian uh, brews like farmhouse ales. So Brett with IPA and all that juicy tropical fruits. But yes, oh, forehand super flare. I, I see and I'm guessing local. all local, locally sourced artisanal uh, ingredients. No, no it's, it's forehand is in St. Louis. <laughs> I, I just love my beer. It's There's nothing artisanal thing. about St. Louis. It's, it's actually made by Budweiser. All right, guys. <laughs> oh my God, no. Yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> no, forehand super flare. It's really just a variant of Bud Lime. <laughs> oh, it does not burrito. taste like puke. <laughs> All right, now that we've derailed into the big Jesus Christ podcast, forehand um, super flare. Gosh. Yeah, uh, Thor Breakbeat God also says uh, regarding Stockholm syndrome on a game. This is why I keep reinstalling Star Wars: The Old Republic, which just got an update. <laughs> it did. Of all things, so crazy. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, yeah, it just got an update. I was thinking of Knights of the Old Republic, and I was about to say that is not a problem, <laughs> sir. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we all of our coaches. So anyway, Nick, what else? Nick, what else have you been? So yeah. play Rocket League on addictive. Uh, I don't have time for it right now. Um, I'm gonna drive have... to everybody's house and punch them if we don't play Rocket League as a as a. It's so a, good. I still don't have my fun. PSN Plus set up and. Oh. Uh, buy the game. I... Just straight up buy it. It's worth no, it. No, it's not. Yeah, but game. I we can't play with people. Oh yeah, there's that whole thing too. Anyway, um. And then I've been playing the crap out of Persona 4. I'm finally free roaming, 
and it's the weirdest strategy. It's the weirdest concept in an RPG. It's not go to dungeon A, go to dungeon B, go to dungeon C. Oh, look, you have you save the princess. It's you have a life. Oh, and by the way, you have to save these people before they die and the game's over. Have fun. Oh, oh hey, you're really, really tired today. You sure you want to go adventuring tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's it's real life. If I mean, it's good. It's good because I joined the soccer club and... Now I have to watch out for the forecast. I care about weather. I've never cared about weather. <laughs> You're doing things now like in real really life. Know, <laughs> yeah, now we really know it's a video game, too, because Nick joined the soccer club. Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding, Nick. No, it's, that's honesty. Um, it's fun. And combining personas, I'm that person who I got my first persona, and he's like my little precious, so I don't want to combine him with anything. But I know if I do, I'm going to get an awesome persona, so I need to just shut up and combine and then rebuy him anyway. That was persona. So, lots of stuff. It's, it's so good. It's scary. And I did, I did a little thing I shouldn't have done, but I don't care. I looked up the secret final boss, Margaret. Spoilers. And, yeah. For a seven, eight-year-old game. <laughs> um, and, oh, wow, that battle. And some of the personas the person was using... Holy crap. So, a little scared, not going to lie. Anything oh. else you play? Or is that it? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Magic Duels is out. I did the tutorial. Ooh. Um, and I downloaded the game because it's free. And yeah. That's how they hook you. Yeah, and I'm, I was hooked years ago. Don't worry about that. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's all I really did play. So I played uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper. I got both Saban and Edgar's crystals the day of launch. I got... Uh, I don't have... T- Wait. I'm not sure if I have Tebas or not. I either am just about to get it or I just got it. One of the two. Um, played a lot. Uh, played a bit of Rocket League. That game is so much fun. And Matt, I learned how to fly. So. Learned to fly. Yeah, I still can't hit the ball while I'm flying, but I learned how to fly. Like R. Uh, Kelly. Basically, yeah, like R. Kelly. Play. I was going to say that, too. <laughs> I was like, it's either R. Kelly. I, I, do not ur- I do not urinate on people while I am flying, so no, I'm not like R. Kelly at all. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Yep. Um, <laughs> you are not truly flying, good sir. <laughs> all right. Uh, Galaxy came out this week. Uh, I purchased that and have been playing it. Um, that that game, totally does not seem like your kind of game. Oh my god, it is totally my game. That that game is amazing and hard. If you're not familiar, it is a procedurally generated shmup, which means shmup, shoot 'em up. Shoot uh, up. It's it's basically you have a starfighter, and uh, it's Robotech. It's Robotech and momentum and inertia and all that good stuff, and then missile locking on and. Firing your lasers and charging See, them. And from the firing name, I totally thought it was going to... Because it was Galaxy. I thought it yeah. was going to be Space Zombies. For some reason. Uh-huh. The name seems Space Zombies. Dead Space. Space Zombies there is the zombies. Dead Space uh, Zombies. zombies. Dead Space is coming back. So uh, that, that's been a lot of fun, actually. Uh, no, we'll I wish it was. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Do that to me, Nick. Uh, Limbo. Oh, can, he be, can he be the one that's kicked off this week? That one? <laughs> <laughs> see, that actually deserves being kicked off. That's why you've been gone for a month, in all honesty. I just figured out how to let you back in. <laughs> um, 
Limbo played a little bit of it uh, on uh, Warhammer Arcane Magic on the phone. That game is more and more fun the longer I play it. Uh, and then I also played some kind of related to what Nick was talking about, but not quite. I played some actual card games. Uh, got into the paper crack over the last week. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Versus System relaunched 2015. Matt's holding up the box, so say something, Matt. Something, Matt. There you go. Uh, so, uh, like it because it's all contained in one box. $50 gets you four of every card. You don't have to buy multiple boxes or booster packs or any of that nonsense. Deadpool has um, the best flavor text ever. The yeah, game. Deadpool has amazing... Deadpool is the only card with flavor text in this new game. Uh, Which so is that's correct. Awesome. Um, and then also been playing UFS, which is a universal fighting system card battling game that came out in 2006. Uh, it had all kinds of cool video game characters like Samurai Showdown and Soul Calibur and Street Fighter and Penny Arcade and a bunch of stuff like that. that. Soul Calibur, yeah, you said that already. Right. Yeah, I said that already. Uh, no, but then it, it went bankrupt. Oh, yep. And uh, it came back, somebody bought it, started it again. Uh, they've released released Darkstalkers and Mega Man. They're about to release Street Fighter, and they just obtained the license to Mortal Kombat. Uh, so all of those are coming out shortly. And everybody went crazy when they announced Mortal Kombat. Yeah, mm. including me. And and there is uh, Matt once again showing the. Let's say something, Matt. Something, Matt. The Proto Man. Tin. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. So we got yeah, Proto Man, Wily, and Mega Man. How much I'd is like it to, just for the 10? Yeah, just for the, the 10. How much is it? The 10s are 20. The decks are 10. 10 if you buy it from them, 13 most other places. Okay. And um, The Darkstalker one intrigues me. Man, so I wish the, they'd redo that game. I can't, the, funny Capcom's is, four. the funny part is, is um, they have two 10s for the Darkstalkers ones. They've got Morgan and... No, no, the other 10 is the Succubus, the other half of Morgan. Lilith. Lilith. And the Lilith deck is actually really great. There's a lot of recursion. Um, you pick your attacks back up after you make them. It's a lot of fun. Um, but the uh, Felicia well, deck... Felicia is just a regular starter deck. Felicia is a, a regular right. starter deck, and she is almost tournament ready. She's fantastic. Uh, so I've been we've been playing those here at the house. We're going to actually try and figure out how to do this where we can play over Skype or something like that and start publishing those here on the site. Yeah, I was um, going to say, wow, I'd like to buy those, except I don't have any real-life friends. <laughs> that's that's well, the whole point. And since since we're covering them, um, I also picked up this Firefly Shiny Dice. Uh, it's another Upper Deck offering. It's a uh, Risk dice game. Not Risk like the board game, but uh, at Risk. Similar to like a zombie dice where the longer you go, the more at risk you are, but you build reward based off that risk. Um, so uh, we've been playing it here, playtesting it with the with the kids and stuff, and everybody likes it so far. So, and it's Firefly, so you know, hey. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the announcements uh, regarding all that stuff. Speaking and of I parking. opened the legendary box, and I am scared by that system. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it is complicated. Holy crud. So that speaking, speaking of, of speaking of card games, um, the Kickstarter for Exploding Kittens uh, shipped. Um, so I did get mine um, this week as well. Upon arrival? No, it didn't. Um, it actually opened up and it meowed. So I <laughs> false <that> was... advertising, <laughs> sir. False no. advertising. 
That was a great. That was a great way to spend that extra money uh, that they got in the Kickstarter. I was really happy. All that boy song, but whatever. So let's uh, let's very quickly go through a Gen Con uh, 2015 review because that obviously Matt and myself and then Lexi went to Gen Con. Uh, we did live streaming. We uh, obtained interviews. We did an unboxing of the Versus product. Um, that's actually going up tonight. I was gonna put it starters it up before the podcast, and then realized, hey, wait. I might need that bandwidth for uh, actually, you know, podcasting. So decided not to do that, but um, that'll be up tonight. Uh, man, Matt, this was your first Gen Con. I'm going to let you talk about your impressions. Uh, and what did you think? Uh, it, it's, it's crazy in the best possible way. Um, I think the Indianapolis Convention Center become, or is it Indiana? I don't know if it's Indiana. No, or Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. Um, becomes a, a fairly good-sized city during this event. <laughs> there are people all over the place, and even Sunday when we went back to to pick up some stuff that we had lost, we hadn't picked up while we were working the first couple of days. Um, it, it was still crowded. I was expecting it to lighten up, but it didn't. Um, you know, there's vendors for everything there. It's kind of like a, a Comic Con that way. So there's tons of game vendors, but there's other stuff too. There's, uh, you know, clothing, apparel, uh, the uh, clothing, dice vendors, clothing, yeah, cost, costume wear, um, weapon vendors. Uh, the the Ocarina vendor that we saw at Wizard World Madison was there. Um, <clears throat> so there's there's just all kinds of stuff, and you know, again. I'm not really a people person, but I never would have guessed. I, I, well, I don't like being in large <laughs> groups of people. Shall we say that? Um, but the uh, again, I was amazed at Matt Wizard World in Madison, and that was dinky by comparison. But here again, you know, generally, you know, people are bumping into each other. You're 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 really crowded and stuff, and people are generally nice about it. I mean, every once in a while, you got somebody that's in a hurry to get somewhere and they're usually apologizing left and right as they shove their way through the sea of salmon going the other way um, but for the most part you know everyone's uh, everyone's courteous and you know all the cosplayers you know are, are fine with you taking pictures or you know or, or stuff and um, you know there's just it's 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 amazing that you can get that many people into that kind of space and you know you don't really see any um, issues that, that that part still strikes me, um, but um, and but to from put the, the perspective, what what Matt's saying, uh, Gen Con starts on Thursday and goes through Sunday, and last year was about fifty six thousand people. I would not be surprised if they broke sixty two this, which is larger than Lacrosse, the biggest biggest city in this area. <laughs> um, but uh, the. Uh, over, you know, there's the number Sorry, of games. To help, to help some people quick, lacrosse has three colleges, for all of you in small cities. Three <laughs> colleges within half a mile of each other. Yeah. Some within feet. So. Some are touching. Some are, but, but the, um, uh, you know, there were rooms we never even got to. I know especially upstairs where there were game rooms going on that we, we never even stuck our noses in. But, you know, they had the 10K going for Versus. That took all day and then some. 
they were still going during the after party. They were still going with that silly tournament. Um, you know, they had all kinds of game demos going on. Uh, the thing I didn't realize is it's not ad hoc for for at least two of the days. There, you you go and you actually schedule a time all to go to days. these demos. What? All four days. All four days. Okay. Um, and some of them cost. Some of them don't. I assume if it's one that costs, you probably get something. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't sign up for any of them, so I'm not sure. Um, if they're you know, but if they're standing around not doing anything, uh, there was a guy. What was his name? Um, was it Nathan? Who was dressed up as Malcolm Reynolds, and he was demoing the the shiny dice game at the upper deck. Uh, it's, you can't call it a booth; it was a it was an area. It was a they, tropical area. They, they had that, about that mirrored mirrored predator. That mirrored predator. So aside from that license. one clothing vendor in the middle, they had the next biggest square footage area on that floor. Um, so. Uh, and the Predator was because they were launching the the legendary system Predator game, um, but yeah, it's just it it's huge, it's amazing. You all these people, you know, and around our area, Nick, you know, you, you we get people saying, uh, "Oh God, you're the nerdiest guy I know," and you go there and you realize I don't even come close. I don't, yeah. I don't even I don't even touch the edge of that guy's universe right there. I it's it's, it's completely hands off on my part. I, I would need to go through other parallel universes to get to his universe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. People so. call us nerdy, and then they they look at them and they go, "So have you watched sports lately?" No. <laughs> it's bad. So, so I, I the the thing for me that was the most entertaining is. Uh, when Matt and I went to Wizard World Madison, he was impressed by the scope of the uh, size of the con and all the people there. And, <laughs> and of course, I was like grinning to myself because I've been to Gen Con for like 10 years. And so this was a, a, an eye-opening experience for him uh, and yeah. for Lexi. Um, Look at this muscle first... electricity in one room. <laughs> yeah. The, the, there was a... This was the first time that we. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Uh, There was live streaming for the first time this year. Um, We've got all that archived. We're gonna splice it all together and put it up on the site. Um, And so lots of stuff. Got cosplay. Got some interviews. Um, I participated in the ten thousand dollar tournament. I I did abysmally. Um, Mike, our the other team member, he uh, came in fifty second. But we were on the right track in the very limited playtesting that we had. We built basically the same deck as the person who won the entire tournament. So I was happy to see that after years of being out of the competitive card scene, we still had enough chops to figure out combinations and all that good stuff. So um, I wrote an article, 2,000-word article on the site. Uh, if you like reading and want to know about what that's like, uh, you can find that up on the site right now. Um... While we were there, Upper Deck announced a couple other acquisitions uh, for their legendary series. Uh, they announced that they had got the rights for Firefly and then Big Trouble in Little China. What's interesting is that any licenses that they get for legendary are fair game for Versus, which means that we will have a Firefly expansion of Versus. We will have a Big Trouble in Little China expansion of Versus. We will have an Alien and a Predator expansion of Versus that you'll be able to play with the Marvel Comics side as well. So that's uh, that's going to be very interesting. And again, since they've done away with you know buying 
blind packs of cards, you know what you're going to get in every single expansion and have enough to play four copies of it, which is pretty sweet. So, I'm looking yeah, for anyone that, that doesn't know, so Legendary is a Legendary is a deck builder system put out by Upper Deck, and again, like Mark was saying, it's got everything in the box you need to play. Well, like actually, it's a different game from Versus. Yeah, it's a very, it. it's a, it's a very different game. Like I said, the game mat itself kind of scares me. You just look at it for all the places for cards, and I'm, I'm already overwhelmed. So I haven't even taken the cards out of the cellophane yet, and I'm overwhelmed. There's 700 cards in that <laughs> box. Yeah. And and Matt, Matt walked out with the, uh, the massive largest booty haul, uh, from the VIP after party. Uh, it, he won the grand prize. Which was the legendary predator and the the exclusive game mat. So and and then was paranoid that we would be robbed on the way back. And I'm like, yes, Matt. People in Indianapolis are gonna yank a box of cards out of your hand because that's by far gonna be the most expensive thing they can rob off anyone. Well, you know, you never know. Um, It sold sold out at the show, so Mm -hmm. it did sell out at the show. So there was that. Uh, I think that's going to bring us then to the news. So, Nick's obsession, Destiny. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about everybody's favorite obsession. game. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I knew that would happen. Because I, there's very large news that... that I just came back. They, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. <clears throat> Destiny has based Bungie has basically said, "Hey, all you cool cats who spent all this time getting exotic weapons and leveling them up through our obtuse leveling systems with nine different currencies, hey, for all your hard work, screw you. We're gonna completely erase all of that in the upcoming expansion as we start year two of Destiny." If you want to just skip all this nonsense and jump straight into the year two content, we're going to give you a way to do that. And oh, all those level one wep- or year one weapons that you spent uh, time, you know, wasting time grinding and upgrading. Yep, nope, that's all by the wayside. These level two weapons will start much more difficult, much more better, and uh, you won't ever have to touch those level ones again. I swear to God, the only thing that game has going for it is Peter Dinklage. And oh, they got rid of him. Oh, so, yeah. Good job. Um, two days. They are retconning no, uh, uh, Peter Dinklage completely out of the game. Nolan North is re- re-recording all of his original Everything. lines. I have to imagine um, they're editing the lines, too, because Dinklage's no. delivery was not the worst thing about those. No, uh, It was pretty bad. It wasn't that know, bad. I just want to know if they're going to put the original that wizard, he's from the moon, back into <laughs> back the game. Into the game. <laughs> you know, that would be hilarious if Nolan North did it. That would um, be funny. He'd put a twist on that, though. So, yeah, it you know, basically, every time I even slightly consider going back to Destiny... <laughs> I'm like, no, they're just gonna they're just gonna screw me over in well, in the update. And this is 100 percent proof. Here you go again. Well, the thing it's I hate over, the thing the thing I hate about it train. it does it does look bad for for folks like the the ones that bought in from the get go. Unfortunately, 
it actually now looks like the game it should have been at launch. Yeah. This whole light thing was stupid from the get-go. Now that I, they've I, gotten rid of that and done just regular levels, and then it's gear grind rather than this light stuff, I, I I think it's actually getting to the game that it should have been at launch. Not talking about story. Speaking of which, no. <laughs> there's still did, too did, little content. And on did top anybody, of that, go ahead. Did, did anyone else watch the Will Wheaton's conversations with creators? Yet? No. No. Okay. You can spoiler it for me, I don't care. Episodes 2, 3, and 4 aren't too bad, but episode 1 is with Bungie. And I got concerned about this series straight off the bat. I understand it's supposed to be a more positive thing. It's not here to put the developers on the spot. It's to highlight the developers and talk about their creative process and stuff. But if Will could have given one more glowing review for the depth and breadth of Destiny and its awesome development and story and character progression, I probably would have thrown up on my own lap. Because, like, did you play the same game I played, Will? I mean, come on. Okay, I get it. It's supposed to be positive. It's supposed to be affirming. You know, they gave a little, like, three-second blurb to, oh, yeah, we're addressing, you know, all of our community's inputs, but, you know... You know, trollers gonna troll kind of thing. Money hat. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's no, well, well, okay, okay. I, I'm it's interesting. It was just an interesting. I, I'm gonna say this about it. The this is being produced by Sony. Sony has an inherent monetary investment into Destiny and its success. So of course they're going to portray it in a positive light and emphasize the things they think are great that people might agree with. I do not... It, it, it invalidates the journalistic integrity, to go but back Will to that. Will Wheaton is of, not of there the for a journalistic integrity. He is there to... to Will Wheaton. You know, eyes on, eyes on views. I mean, we saw this at uh, the Geek and Sundry booth at Gen Con. Will Wheaton was there... And he immediately created this massive traffic jam, but they had to make him leave his own booth because no one could walk through that section of the of the convention. It's true. And so he's just there to put butts in seats, and that's fine. It's it's just you know. Don't but it was it was different for the other three that he's done so far. I mean, it's still that positive, but it wasn't. I mean, yes, he did gush over Naughty Dog because you know he knows. People Naughty from Dog. the, the Naughty voice Dog acting and, deserves it compared and Naughty to Dog deserves Destiny. It, what? Right, right. But so I mean, it, it just it felt so odd and out of place, and it's just you know, I mean, if they would have at least acknowledged, you know, hey, there have been some issues, but hey, we're working on it, we're we're doing this stuff. It just I don't know. It, it's it made me worried about the series with that one being the first off the shoot, but episodes two, three, and four again still. It's not hard hitting, you know, hard questions. They're they're total softball questions, but at least they're with developers who deserve it. See, I think the the only interesting news really beyond hey, they're gonna mess everybody over again to come out of all this stuff with Bungie this week is that apparently they're looking for a PC compatibility tester on their career page, which makes everybody think, oh, they're gonna port Destiny to the PC. I'm sure Which, that'll be great. And, and, you I know, did send an application for. Just saying. Fantastic. Good luck. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, really, honestly, I don't know. It's it's so. Could they benefit from more players? Yes, but they're not changing. I mean, more I, players to screw over. Yeah, that's exactly it. That I mean, reap the harvest. <laughs> that's yeah. That that know. meeting has so, to be great. like they're Nick, they're Monday to Monday. We're not the screwing over enough. Apologist. Apologist. You're the destiny apologist. Uh, what do you think about all of these? Very briefly, let's keep yeah. it 60 <laughs> seconds or less. All right, I can't promise that, but I'll what, keep it brief. What do you What do you think about uh, these changes that they've announced to the leveling system? A positive, negative, you know, it really does invalidate all your hard work. Well, it, it turns you into a, a year one beta tester at full price. I told you if I put if I can put this on my resume, I'm totally okay with everything. But it's it. I, I'm gonna try and keep this simple. Yes, I agree. Light shouldn't have been a thing. Your gear shouldn't determine your level. Your level should determine your gear. Very basic concept here. Um, I, I I agree. I don't. I I have no problem with them nuking all the gear. It happens in every MMO ever. You, the new expansion comes out, new stuff comes out, and you basically look at your stuff and go, oh, it's crap. Hey, look, new stuff. It happens. It literally happens in every game. So who cares? The, what they're doing wrong, every sing, and World of Warcraft has done it forever. A lot of the Guild Wars stuff has done it. Here's the thing. Bungie's doing it wrong with the fact that your old stuff instantly goes away. It's not your old stuff gets used to get the new stuff to replace your old stuff. It's you walk into the game and a vendor is selling better stuff than you. Or you yep. walk into a game and common gear is better than your legendary gear. Yes, that's wrong. But, but they're not doing that with this one, are they? I mean, yeah, that's not the way they made it they, sound no, when they did the they announcement. Have, they have specifically stated you will find common gear better than your legendary fate brand. Well, fine, yeah, you're not going to go to a vendor. It's from gameplay. Well, then that means the new vendors are going to have everything. So, yes. You you won't. It's it's an instant destruction of your stuff. You're gonna play the first quest. You're gonna get a buff already, by the way. You're gonna do the first quest, get your third subclass. Spoilers. Um, I don't and, think anyone gives a damn. So you're gonna get your third. You're gonna get your third subclass, and then you're instantly gonna get a level boost. Yeah. So, so that that's. So I, I'm I'm you know I'll probably log in. Just to level up, yay! And then Here's, I have to say this though, they are doing a lot of right things though, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna go through these quickly. Patrol missions have secret items you can find that unlock secret bosses that are hard as hell. Apparently, they're not unique. I'm gonna label that right now. They're not unique. They're giant ogres or they're giant knights. Nothing special. But Fine. Secret bosses, uh, secret <laughs> material with exotic quests, a lot more exotic quests with more exotic items, 30 more exotic items, and uh, cutscenes. Woo, okay. Okay. Yay. Uh, he didn't have a segue for that. Uh-huh. Um, it was just so boring. So speaking- oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of MMOs, uh, there's this MMO. It's very small. You guys probably have never heard of it before. Uh, I think it's called World of Warcraft. What is that new? Yeah, I heard Nick mention it, but I never heard of it. Yeah. So apparently they hit a milestone oh. this week. They reached five to six million subscribers. 
That's the lowest they've been in years. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> down from 12 million uh, down to five to six million per month. Uh, that's, that's a huge problem for them. I actually think it's time to pull the plug. Launch World of Warcraft 2 or whatever you need to do to migrate your remaining players. Galaxy of over. Warcraft. Yeah, Galaxy of Warcraft. Um, Get people world. to to migrate over, attract new players back because I really think that they're running out of steam by trying to patch this what 15 year old MMO now on, that's still using an upgraded but still original. <laughs> I think they jumped the shark when they had the Kung Fu Panda expansion. No, that was actually super po- popular for them. That was really good, actually. Yeah. Really? That was, that was actually just like, huge. <laughs> because I actually positive. got into WoW just so I could play a Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. I never, I've never played World of Warcraft because I think it's so I ugly. For a little bit. Like the visual style is just horrendous to me, so I just never played it. Yeah. They really just need to make two and make it be everyone gets teleported to the ogre's home dimension and do it from <laughs> that perspective. Um. That would be an interesting one, I'll give you that. Thinking or speaking about other things that are happening now, PlayStation Now is now available on the PlayStation Vita. Vita. So if you ha- are looking to stream uh, classic games and PS3 games... And <laughs> classic like that, games from last generation? Shh. <laughs> Those are classics now. Um, yeah, so you can uh, you can do that. Um, not much more to say about that one. Um, the other side of our sales discussion with WoW is that Diablo 3 has now racked up 30 million sales units. I need to get that. Uh, which, that game is so delicious on console. I, it's one of the few times that I can say that the console port is way better than the PC version. And if you have not played it, you really should, because it is phenomenal. It's on my list. It's on mine, too. So that brings us, then, to our Gamescom news section. Of course, little little show that's uh, giant-sized, only about 100,000 people attending it in Leipzig, Germany, and that is Gamescom. Uh, So Sony did not have a press conference at this one. They said, hey, it's too close to E3. We're going to hold off till late October with the uh, Paris Games Week to do our next slate of announcements. And that meant that Microsoft had the floor to themselves as the uh, 800-pound gorilla on the block, and... Everyone said, well, what are they going to show? And the answer is quite a bit of stuff. Uh, some very interesting stuff. Turo, this is your wheelhouse, obviously, with all the Microsoft news coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing that they announced is that they are announcing subscription-free DVR service for over-the-air TV. Yeah, which you have to buy a little adapter thing, right? That, that is actually, <laughs> absolutely correct. Yeah. So what, what do you think about that? I was kind of uh, eh about it. I don't have TV, so uh, I don't know. For others that do use that, that's kind of a bummer. But whoever does, has cable, like, okay, that's pretty cool. But but it's not for cable. It's it's, it's for not over the for air. cable. It's only no. for over the air TV. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Yeah, seriously. How, and then, how, uh, how wooed. How wooed. Yeah, Wicket went in the cave because he pooped. 
and peed. He's <laughs> in the cave. Ready oh, right there. Anyway, it's not part of the You're thing. Anyway. Okay, it's is this podcast <laughs> Oh my god. This is brother Tarot's apartment. Wow. There was a storm and the little one peed and pooped. Okay. Yeah, that's why the rug's not there. Um, anyway, yes. Um it's a bummer that that uh I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the other information that came out for from Microsoft uh is that they um showed the first uh, scale-bound gameplay and revealed four-player co-op, uh, and that looks interesting. Um, they also uh, announced Killer Instinct Season Three coming with Battletoads as fightable, fightable or playable characters. Uh, they also announced that with just if you buy Just Cause Three on Xbox One, you'll get the backwards-compatible Just Cause Two. And then lastly, they announced that uh, 360 backwards compatibility will be coming to the general populace in November, and all three gold 360 titles moving forward will be compatible with backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. And that was all very exciting news. I, I thought that's what they were going to go for, even from the very beginning when they announced the backwards compatibility, but now that it's like more official <laughs> it, it, it makes me happy <laughs> so here's my question they had the stage all the, all to themselves we yeah. didn't get any what i would call megaton announcements just more of what a, we kind of knew do you think this was a lost opportunity for them or do you think, I think they it did was. this time like i mean it's cool that they fleshed out a lot of that stuff that they announced at E3 and, you know, they got a lot of attention because they were the only ones there. But it would have been a golden opportunity to just drop something like, you know, console-exclusive game. It would have been, like, a really good chance to just really upstage Sony. I mean, the stuff they did was cool. I'm not taking that away. And it was a lot of good information to flesh out stuff. But I think it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, but when you're number one, you don't have to sit there and take chances. So why bother? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> pay the troll toll. Oh jeez. Well, like, we got, we got Halo Wars too. So when Dave on. talks like that, yeah, I just picture got... Danny DeVito from the episode of It's Always Sunny, where he's like <laughs> the Nightman Coven, and he's dressed like the troll. That is awesome. Oh. Gotta pay the troll toll. It's pretty accurate. Hey, you you really can't complain about uh, that tarot because they also announced the Halo Reach pack for uh, or expansion for uh, the Master Chief Collection, right? No. Oh. oh no, because I want that. That's what I want. Halo Reach is the best thing that happened to Halo since Halo 2. And nothing else has come out that has been better than Halo Reach, and that makes me sad. So yes, they could have said something like that, or there's going to be like there you go. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? What is this download? Okay. Oh. Hey, but you're getting around replay on time. I know. What happened? To I thought you were telling me all sorts of things. But it's not going to happen. And then it's, it's, it's there. You, you, you have a, a photo book. some drunk twink in your background. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. All right, then. Bazinga. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And this has been another episode. Yeah. Of... Yes. So uh, <laughs> that, that brings us to reader Kate mail. Is back. 
<laughs> Reader mail. Uh, oh, I had a couple new things of news. No, oh, well then I won't play the codec call. Like, Which you just play. Okay, so the first thing is possible FF12 remaster. Uh, that was wasn't proven. That was uh, actually, yeah was wasn't. Yeah, it, it was actually clarified that it was a mistake and yeah. a, a mistranslation, and there will not be one. Sadly, I think yeah, it was like they, awesome. I have I have a feeling that he there is gonna be one, and it's just like not ready to announce. So it's I think we, and we like they're just gonna end up backpedaling on it, so, and then be like, oh hey, well, remember when that happened? Here's your game. Another ten years then. No, 15, because it's going to take at least 20 until Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3 becomes beta. You no, know, I, I doubt it. I, I, if they do it, it will be a remaster just like 10.10.2 was. Yes, it, it will it not will be. be a, oh, not a re-redo? No, it will yeah, it'll be, be a remaster, remaster like 10 and 10.2. Which uh, I'm okay with. I'm okay I'm, with that, too. You know, surprisingly, the PlayStation 2 is the only platform that that game exists on. So it's I, the only Final Fantasy that's like that. So yes, like, and I would be I would be very happy really to see too. the remaster. I think we will. I think I like I think a you know mistranslation is kind of one of those like oh Matsuno is sick things where it's like he's sick and it was a mistranslation. So I expect to kind of hear an announcement on it again in the future. And other news. Um, there was a Dead or Alive festival in Japan where they invited different players from all around the world to like compete against each other, and they announced Dead or Alive Extreme 3 there. They couldn't show anything because it was too new in development, but they did announce it's for Japan and Asia only, so I will be having to import it. And I kind of understand why, because I think if they released it in this gaming culture in the U.S. now, it would get crucified. <laughs> crucified. Which actually brings us to our first reader, reader mail question, uh, and that is sent in by uh, Thor, the breakbeat god of thunder, who wants to know what are the panel's opinions on Gamergate. We have talked briefly about Gamergate in the past. If you're not familiar, uh, Gamergate is was basically a huge brouhaha about um, ethics in games journalism and the treatment of women in games journalism, uh, the treatment of women in the gaming industry as a whole, I should say, um, and everything Very surrounding that. Uh, and, and there were a lot of a lot of misappropriate things that were done at a certain outlet, which we won't rehash. But basically, there was the question of was sexual favors traded for good ratings on a video game for an independent developer. Um, and then it just exploded into and then it just other exploded things. Into, yeah. Which became a crazy, out-of-control spiral of PC-ness that I hate PC to begin with, um, but this... Yeah, people forgot about the initial catalyst of everything like really quick. Yeah. And, you know... It is what it is. The the stuff that followed afterward was horrific. Yeah, I think that's... So that, that really became the story, and mm -hmm. rightly so. Gamergate be became something different than Gamergate, <laughs> is what happened. Yeah, exactly. like, all the things about, um, like, the original were sexual favors traded for, you know, game for score and gaming journalism has been completely ignored. Um... 
in talking and more talking about uh, the way women are treated in video game industry and a lot of really horrible stuff has come out of that. I mean, I think it kind of shines a light on the misogyny that still exists in like geek culture where it's like, I don't know if it's like, you know, a fear of women equals a hatred of women kind of thing. Fear of women? Well, well, well like, think of all yeah, the, no, the, the super nerds who never have girlfriends, right? Well, they only see girls in anime. The interesting thing for me actually happened this weekend while we were at Gen Con. And um, we were in the 10K, or I was in the 10K, and my girlfriend was there with us, and she said, wow, there's there's no girls playing. I'd kind of like to learn a card game because there's no women playing. And the funny part was is I actually, in this tournament, I played against... Wow, Matt, when did we start playing versus 2006? About then, yeah. I played against my first female competitor in the 10K uh, since 2006. So I was really happy to uh, see somebody at least trying to get out there and learn the cards. And um, But yeah, I, I think that you know there is a large problem of... And, and the worst part about it is is that whole misogyny and threatening attitude that you find online is fostered because of anonymity of the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, yeah. like sending death threats and then sending like police cars and SWAT teams and stuff and like posting oh, your address funny. online. Like, that that's not just misogyny. That's like crossing a line. Then pe- but then there's this knee-jerk reaction from the, you know, the whole gaming community where it's like, Oh no, not me! Like instead of um, facing the problem, a lot of male gamers are like, "Well, I don't do that." Instead of saying it is a problem, like right. it's the kind of thing. Well, like the same thing with rape culture. Like it's like, "Oh, I don't do that," so you know, whatever. Yeah, and I think it's it's something that you know will continue to transform the industry for a good long while. Um, I I think that you know I agree with game ethics and game journalism. I also agree in free speech. Um, I don't agree in hate speech, and I think that you know it's something that'll evolve over time. I'm always kind of afraid, though, that because of something like this, it just creates more animosity to female gamers because there's like this like use like this thread of PCness where. Like, you know, that's why men's rights activists and stuff have been growing in number because they feel threatened. And exposing a problem actually kind of makes it worse at the beginning. Yes, and it should be worth mentioning, as uh, Thor pointed out in our Q&A section, that uh, the allegations of trading sex for favorable reviews was proven false. But it still spawned. Yeah, it still spawned. (laughs) Spawned, sorry. Uh, Can I say my little thing on this whole thing? Yes. Being in a science field, I noticed this on a science too. There's just not a lot of, there's, okay, let me be honest. There's like no females. There were no females in my computer science course. There were maybe three ever. And it's, it's something that when asked, there was a very important question asked in one of the panels that said, it wasn't, you know, do you feel threatened? Do you feel this? It was, what are your interests? 
not in science, just what are your interests? And a, I don't remember the exact percentage, but a large percentage of girls are just like, I don't care about science. That's, it's just, I just, when it's what I, when I look at my future, I just don't see a science field as it. So part of the lack of females in the industry, it isn't just, yes, there are, there are tons of problems. I'm not going to degrade any of those, but part of it is just sometimes some, some group of people just don't feel like they want to be part of it. Maybe that's, it's, that's true. It's, uh, it's, I'm not going to degrade anything else. Anything horrible that happens needs to be resolved. But I think I think the one of the issues, like what you're saying, is exactly true. Because at a young age, like women my age or even a little younger, are you know weren't encouraged to be interested in science because that's like a boys thing. Because I know, you know, I, I when I went to high school, they still you know. Girls took home economics, boys took shop, kind of thing, right? I was going to so say I, something that would allow Dave to make fun of me, but I'm going to say it anyway. I took home ec. So did I. It's more Yeah, you're talking to the wrong guy. He, yes. he posts every <laughs> picture of every meal he makes on Facebook. Dude, okay. today, today I, I made my, I perfected my, uh, my banana muffin uh, recipe. Oh god, oh god, we're not gonna go down this. <laughs> and then it was one sixteenth less teaspoon of, of, of baking soda. It was one sixteenth tablespoon yeah. less. So, so anyways, I hope that that answers your question, Thor. Um, we've got a couple other questions to tackle that that are also just as earth shattering. I twenty two link twenty two I writes in with his usual uh, abundance of questions. Uh, first one to the panel. This is a quick fire. Uh, all the way down, um, Turo, who apparently is not monitoring the podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, I am. I'm right here. Turo, Saints Row or GTA? Oh, Saints Row. Dave? Oh, my God, Saints Row. So all the way. Kate? GTA. Matt? Saints Row. Nick? Saints Row. And I will also agree with Saints Row. Haha, I'm the different one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the question for each of you, this is not a lightning question. You can have a moment to think about it, um, but think while Turo is answering because he doesn't get a moment. Uh, what video game genre do you feel needs more games to be released for it? Ooh. Platforming. Platforming. Yes. It's, everything went to FPS and now MOBAs. And RPGs, I was like, no, I'm, I'm not complaining, but where are the... Mar I, I, I used to love calling Mario clones Mario clones because they were platformers. I want more Mario clones. I want more platformers. Dave? Um, well, I also agree with the platformers because I don't think we can have enough of them. Um, I'd, I'd like to see some good old 2D brawlers again. 2D brawlers, that's nice. They are some fun games, like a good old Streets of Rage, you know. <laughs> I, I still oh, play Brawlers. Okay. Yeah, I still play Streets of Rage too, like on a regular basis. Like I'll fire that game up and play through it. Um, I own it for like. They did everything. have Castle or uh, uh, Castle Crashers, like. Yeah. But that, that was is... already what four years ago at this point. Yeah, yeah, but it's still fun to pick up and play. But yeah, you're right. We do need something else along need the lines. New side-scrolling Double Dragon. <laughs> or, or, or Battletoads. 
Which we did get. Yeah, we did. Well, yeah. It wasn't the same. Double Dragon versus Battletoads. Case, how about you? Photography games. Photography games. Pokemon Snap. Bring it Poke- on. Pokemon Snap, too. Africa. Yeah. Or Pokemon Indigo. Plateau, that's fine. Uh, Matt, how about you? Yeah, you'd think after all this time I'd have an answer, but... Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm going to go with um, a... Well, it's really tied for three different things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Took the so, words right out of his mouth. I, I guess a, a traditional JRPG-style game. I mean, everything's active battle, action stuff mostly now. I just, you know, straight up. I'll line my guys up, you line your guys up, we'll take turns beating the crap out of each other, and we'll go home. So Pokemon. You want more Pokemon. Uh, well, well, I, I would like point out to all the... Uh, at- uh, record earlier. Keeper. <laughs> yeah, there is a Record Keeper, actually. Yeah. But then I would also point out um, all the Atelier games, Atelier games yeah. that are coming out on PS4. Oh. There are actually quite a few JRPGs. I, I have to agree with Mark. There's a lot of JRPGs, but I'm going to state this, that go under the radar. They do. Like, if, if you go to your nearest GameStop and you just look at your PlayStation 3 stuff, I at least find three, four JRPGs. I'm like, where the hell did you come from? And I want to buy them because they're all five bucks. So, you go to your nearest, like, GameSpot or, what do we have here? Gaming Gen? No. Uh, yeah, Gaming Generations. Gaming Generations, yeah. Yeah. Just go in the PS3 section or PS4 section. You'll find a JRPG you never knew existed before. True, and there's probably more. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I need Actually, what I need is there to be less games. That's what I need. <laughs> Good luck, because that's less not going to happen. Any game ever. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Nick, how about you? When I say this, I don't mean the mobile versions. There need to be... I was thinking more puzzle games. Because we haven't... Ha- we haven't... You know, Portal 2 was good. It was really good. But I there still needs to be more... I don't know. There just needs to be more, more logical games. Something that takes more than shoot fire. <laughs> you know, it's not. I want something that actually challenges me. All I have to say: seventh guest and eleven eleventh hour. Aren't yeah. they supposed to make a sequel to one of those? Uh, Kickstarter, I... Kickstarter failed twice. Ah, yep. dang it! Never yep. mind. I miss. I miss a good puzzle game. Something that actually makes you sit there and go, "What the hell?" Ah, oh, man! I came up with another one that I miss. Well, that's no, Matt. You can't do that. And I'm gonna pick um, cross. <laughs> what did you say? Pick cross the the number and go the and you make a picture. No, the picture crossword. Oh, that's mine's awesome. Actually, mine's actually going to be. I think we need more um, music games. Rock Band Four. Yeah, but I'm not necessarily talking about that, but I'm like, where's Patapon 3? Where's oh. all the different types of games that can use the... A rapper, the rapper. A rapper, I was just the thinking rapper. of the name. You know, we need more beat-matching music type of games. You need to check out Sound Shapes, like now. I and have isn't Sound it, Shapes. And isn't it... It is not. Fun? No, because it's, it's a platformer with a musical rapper. And I don't mean rapping like Yo-Yo Dong. Yeah, but it's got original Spec songs that you can't get anywhere else. 
That is correct. There is a musical rapper, uh, and I agree. And those those are awesome songs, but it is still a platformer that is is inside a music rapper. You're saying this like it's a bad thing. It's not. It's, it's not, not a music it's game, though. It's, it's not, instead of coining, you collect game. music samples. It, it is not a beat-driven gameplay mode. It is just happens to have some a lot of awesome music in it. Oh, you're thinking of that like rhythm theater. That is exactly it. R- rhythm-based gameplay. Um, and then uh, Thor also participating in our Q and A section, just like you can. Uh, says, hey, I want more point-and-click adventures like King's Quest. Congratulations, you got it. King's Quest Chapter 1 came out this last week, and from all reports I'm hearing, it is excellent. So The only downside is it's expensive. It, it is rather expensive. It's 30 bucks for... Uh, it's 40 bucks. 40, 40 bucks for five parts. For five parts, so six bucks a game. Or um, ten bucks an episode. Right, so... That did just come out, and um, yeah. So thanks for that question as well. Uh, that's going to bring us then a little bit early to the end of the show. Uh, we'll wrap up with final thoughts before we do, of course, our normal housekeeping. Uh, please do visit the website, gamersledge.com. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook or like us, uh, you can do so at facebook.com slash gamersledge. We're at gamersledge on Twitter. When we do live streaming, that's a lot of times where it will pop up at. Uh, you can also visit uh, Just for Dave, our Pinterest page, at pinterest.com slash gamersledge. Uh, and then, of course, please do like and subscribe here on our YouTube channel. And if you like what you do, you can support us by heading over to patreon.com slash gamersledge as well. That brings us to final thoughts, starting all the way at the far end with Turo. Uh, if anybody has an Xbox One and Destiny, I'm going to try to get all the achievements, so if you guys can help me, that'd be awesome. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I hate you. Because <laughs> you'll actually get it before me if you were to really do this. This is like the trolliest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it done by next week. I would uh, not. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I would love that so much. Uh, laughing Man Dave, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> You're not even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to be You're here today. Off. <laughs> um, then final thoughts, Kate. Like, I don't think you guys realize how happy I am that DOAX3 is coming out, like, seriously. Oh, I do. I'm so importing. I'm, like, going to import the $200 special edition. Totally. Importing all the things. I'm gonna set up a Japanese account for it. I can't wait. I actually saw the hours that you put into that game at one point. I think with, across the three games, the first game and the second game, and the one that was on the PSP, probably three thousand hours. That was total. Wow. So yeah, I'm uh, the biggest nerd. You are not the weakest link. Matt, final thoughts. Um, you know, video games are great, but there are lots of other kinds of games out there, too. Um, there's a game for pretty much literally everyone that you can play with people around a table. Um, and there are getting to be a lot of online options to simulate these games with, too. I know I was playing Monopoly with Mark and Luxie over the PlayStation the other day. 
So, uh, you know, do do don't be afraid to expand your horizons. You'll you'll never know what you find find something you like. You like Mega Man? Go buy this tin. Buy the other one. Buy the Mega Man tin, and then you've got two full decks that are designed to work with each other that you can find a person to just sit down and play with. Um, or if you're like me, you rope a kid into doing it. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes literally involves rope, um, but uh, I don't want to know. the views expressed by Matt uh, do not represent those of Gamers Ledge podcast or Gamers Ledge. Um, but seriously, if you're a fan of Firefly and you um, like a pretty straightforward, simple game, uh, it'll take a little while to get to where it's efficient enough that it'll be a quick game. But it is designed to be a quick game. The uh, shiny dice game is is a is a good buy. I think it was thirty bucks. So. A little bit pricey, but not terrible when you consider things like Catan or like 60 bucks or more a crack. And we won't even get into miniatures games because those are just... Yeah. Those are just stupid amount of money. What was that one with the chibi characters, Mark? It was 80 oh, for the regular God. and like yeah, 200 for the bigger they, ones? They had a giant... They had little characters that were probably about... Are you talking like about Heroclix? No, 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 no. This is, I played this is that. another game. Uh, I played Heroclix, have, too. They have chibi characters that are two, two to three inches in size, and then they have giant chibi miniatures that are about like four to six. Inches, yeah, four to six, six to eight, somewhere in there in size. And the base set for the little ones were eighty. The base set for the oversized ones were two hundred. So yeah, two hundred dollars for the base and that set. That was before. That was before you started adding boosters and other things. Onto that, yeah, yeah, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, you would have even if you were buying the regular little size figures, you probably couldn't have walked out of there with less than two hundred bucks. Just yeah, I I was really proud of myself and how little I actually spent on the show. Yeah, you, I spent more than you, which is scary. You did. Um, so Nick, final thoughts for this week? <sighs> Waiting on the Taken King, trying to get my year one stuff before wedding and mini moon and. Stuff like that. Um, enjoy your time. Try to try to play try to play a game just to play a game sometime soon. Don't worry about trophies. Don't worry about anything. Just try to play a game when you have two hours <laughs> just to play. Don't judge me, Dave. Right now, don't <laughs> no, judge me. Who's saying this? <laughs> yeah, I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused for two things. I'm confused that he's saying that, and confused that somehow I missed blabbing about. Lego Dimensions having a Slimer and a Stay Puft Marshmallow. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, dog. This is yeah. going to hurt. That whole game is going to hurt. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I'm actually going to end up uh, pre-ordering all that stuff. Um, I hope they don't have any special editions anywhere. Like no, there's... I don't think something. there are any special editions. I think it's just goodness or limited or specific store mm -hmm. editions. Nope, but not that I'm aware of. But the <sighs> sheer breadth and scope of what I'm going to have to pre-order is going to hurt. Dave, do you mind sharing? Since you pre-ordered all the stuff that I'm going to want to pre-order, if you do, that's fine. If you do mind, that's fine. But I'm just thinking that it's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of like probably twenty for the base set and then five per. I'm thinking it's probably going to end up being like 75, 80 bucks, easy. Wait, if, what am I supposed to share? The, the if, how much you put down for all the the because I know you pre-ordered it all already. Oh yeah, I blocked that day for my mem for my memory. Yeah, okay. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that was 
That was a good day for the guy in GameStop. That was <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm I'm. <laughs> yeah, I, I basically, and, I basically said, I was like, what can I? I was like, what can I pre-order for Lego Dimensions? And he just started reading over everything, and I was just like, I was like, just do it. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. And then he was like, and he was like Ninjago, and I'm like, oh, pff, f that. I don't need that. <laughs> Save myself fifteen bucks right there. <laughs> hey, he's, he's the penny pusher at this point. Yeah. So but yeah, everything else, yeah. We'll we'll end the show as we always do. Uh, oh, oh no! By, by, by Watch the way, out! Please, please yeah. go home. Uh, save yourselves. Please do uh, check out the versus unboxing and the articles we're publishing on the site. We'll have our interview with Upper Deck and our cosplay videos up in the next week or so. Um, our words of wisdom for the day. Uh, a blonde gets an opportunity to fly to a nearby country. She's never been on an airplane anywhere and was very excited and tense. As soon as she boarded the plane, a Boeing 747, which she saw as she passed the entrance, she started jumping in excitement, running over seat to seat, and shouting, Boeing, 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 Boeing. She sort of forgets where she is, and then the sliding door to the cockpit opens, and the, the pilot watches her for a minute and then gets very annoyed. He stands up and shouts, Be silent! There was pin drop silence everywhere on the plane, and everyone looked back and forth between the blonde and the angry pilot. She stared at the pilot in silence for a moment, concentrated really hard, and all of a sudden started shouting, Oing, 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 oing. Oh, that's so bad. That was the Why? worst one yet. Like, oh, that that's was so long, because it's so long, it was so bad. Until next week, game on. Game on. Game on. Came back for that. <laughs>